I thought he was going to get him out of there like a little bit later, like beat on him. Yeah. Because Fortuna's good, dude. Sometimes Fortuna's pretty good. Sometimes when you go deep, it seems like it ends early. <laughs> but That's in this case, said. it wasn't that. That is what he said. Let's roll. All right, let's roll. Episode 89, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav, coming to you from the TH Boxing Facility, the second floor of it, because this is the number one Beards, Bourbon, and Boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym, specifically on the second floor of that boxing gym, in the podcast room, shot on a Sunday or Monday. And today, ladies and gentlemen, is Sunday, and it drops on... Wednesday at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the, in the world. world. In the world. That's the demographic, folks. I hope you're paying attention to that as we've been preaching that for 89 episodes now. We're coming up very closely on the century mark weekend draft. Can you imagine that? In a handful of weeks, we're going to be at episode 100. Persistence, man. We are very persistent. Are we supposed that's to do all, something for that's that? All, I, I think we should. That should Jeez. be like a very, very coveted episode. How many podcasts make it? To a hundred. First of all, how have we, how, let's be honest, how have we made it to 89? I don't know. I really <laughs> how don't. have we not been canceled by the lamestream media? Uh, I mean, the mainstream media. Well, well, we appreciate all of you uh, that have tuned in to us over these uh, months and the two years, and uh, depending on like you know when you've actually joined up with us, or for all of our subscriber base, whether you're following on YouTube or Rumble, on the audio source, whether that's on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, you know iTunes, we're all over the place. We feed out the audio source wherever uh, we f- you find your audio podcast. If you're not finding us somewhere, please let us know below in the comments on the video portion of this episode 89. So we can travel. We're coming off the heels of a big event, which is, uh, uh, it's labeled a massive event because it was the internet darling Ryan Garcia, quote unquote, King Ryan Garcia, taking on Javier Fortuna yep. last night on DAZONE. Um, and pretty much, I think, went to script what everyone thought was going to happen for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can travel. So we're going to break down that fight and then also look into what should be coming next for Ryan Garcia. You know, we're, we, if you're tuning into us, then more than likely you've seen you're on Instagram and everywhere else. So you've been peppered beyond belief about this guy leading up to the fight now that he, he won the fight and we're going to keep hearing about this for the next couple of months unfortunately so we're going to add a little fuel to that fire right we can drive i think so why not i mean that's what we're supposed to do right so let's break this fight down the fight went uh like according to script i think it was a six round uh tko uh ryan garcia was the victor obviously so we can drive Break down the fight for us and what we have in store coming coming next, hopefully or maybe for Ryan Garcia. I mean, this is we previewed this last week in episode eighty eight, and we said that Ryan Garcia needed a big performance. If he goes the distance with this guy, we both said we thought that was a loss for him. We thought that he needed a big time performance. He needed an explosive performance, and guess what? He delivered, man. You know, I'm I'm not like the number one Ryan Garcia fan out there, but I think on our podcast, me and you both, even though we don't like somebody, um, we give credit when it's due. Absolutely. And I think Ryan Garcia, 100 million percent, deserves credit last night for what he did. He looked phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. He really did. He came out there. His first couple of rounds, honestly... I looked at him in that he, even though he fought at 140, I still consider him 135 to 140 because who knows he might go back down. Um, but 
I looked at him and I genuinely thought he was the fastest guy in that division. And we're talking about a division with Devin Haney, Lomachenko, Tiafimo Lopez, Gervonta Tank Davis, and and uh, Cambosis. I can't not throw him in there. Sure. But I thought Ryan Garcia's hands looked faster than those guys's. As well, he hit hard as well. He's knocking people out still. So I don't know, man. I was utterly impressed. Maybe it's because my expectations going in were so low. Maybe. I don't know because I wasn't expecting a lot because his last performance um, was not that good with Tagu. Tagu. Yep. But it wasn't that good. So, But this one, man, his jab was snappy. His lead right hand was snappy. His punches to the body was snappy. He kept his hands up a lot better now. He was getting caught with um, – so Fortuna's a left-hander, right? Fortuna's a left-hander. Uh, Luke Campbell, who he fought to – Ryan Garcia fought a couple fights ago, was a left-hander. Right. Hit a looping overhand, overhand left and right. dropped Garcia for like the first time in his career, right? So this guy, Fortuna, was trying to do the same thing, sure. looping a left hand. Ryan Garcia caught it on his glove, his right glove, so many times. I was just like, wow, this kid did his homework. Garcia, meaning he did his homework. He knows people were trying to come out there and catch him with punches like Luke Campbell caught him with. And guess what? Ryan Garcia learned from his mistakes. So, And, and it proved because what happened in the fight? He stopped the kid in the sixth round. Yep. So he did well. Not only stopped him, but I believe he dropped him three or four times before that. Two times before that, and the third time was the finisher. Gotcha. So early, so, like two round two, I think I was texting you. I was like, because B Money was like, I hope it goes in four or five. No, no. So so you you told you text me. I think it was four or five because I did place a wager for Ryan Garcia winning in round four as well as round five. I thought it was going to be an early early finish to the fight. We can travel. I was so one round off, and that's how so Las close. Vegas stays in business. It is so close, man. I I thought I remember we were texting back and forth, and I was like, you know what? Las Vegas sometimes gets it wrong with these internet sensations, and I call Ryan Garcia that. He's not only that. He obviously had an amateur career too, sure. but. If anybody knows anything about boxing, they know this kid is a massive social media star. He's got like 7 to 10 million followers on Instagram alone. So the kid got most of his popularity and fame from Instagram as well as he can fight. Let's make no mistake. I'm not saying he can't. Yes. But his fame came from Instagram, honestly. And obviously, the boxing propelled that, helped it. But this kid was an internet sensation, and we called him the internet darling. But the kid keeps proving us wrong right now. He keeps proving everybody um, that doubted him wrong and he keeps proving himself right and the kid looked really good last night and i think you're right the only thing that is bad about him winning is we're gonna have to hear about him for the next two months oh i tell months. you what because <laughs> you mentioned you're not the biggest ryan garcia fan weekend trav and i agree with you i am not, not the biggest ryan garcia yeah. fan but you know who is who? Ryan Garcia. <laughs> he is his biggest fan, and he will let everyone know it. And you know what? He's backing it up. You know, we're going to be critical of him because just the shenanigans, the antics, just like we have been with Jake Paul and other people. But mm -hmm. we also see where there's skill, where there's talent. But now it's put up or shut up time. Yep. It's one of these matchups where we're tired of hearing about it, and we're tired of hearing about two guys talk on social media or Twitter back and forth to one another, which is stupid anyways. Yeah. What would guys, what would boxers back in the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, what would they think about two guys, two-plus guys running their mouth via yeah. the Internet, via a computer, rather than this, or rather than, oh, my gosh, I can't handle it weekend draft yeah i mean it listen it's it's always impossible for me to do scenarios from back in the day because one they didn't have social media so we don't know who would have used it you never know who knows muhammad ali maybe that dude would have been so popular on social media that oh, it would unreal sure. so who knows but you're right i i, I think that that social media presence though 
is is helping Ryan Garcia and it's helping him right now mainly because he's winning. But it's it's die by the sword, man. Sometimes I want to see live guys, and die by the sword. I want to see guys once again. This is part of the promoters getting involved here. I want to see guys storm the ring, taking taking the, the 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 limelight away after a victory and getting the finger in the face and starting some stuff. But that's up to the promoters to do some work See, that's there. a good point that you made that, though, because it kind of happened that way when Javante just fought. Javante just fought Roley Romero, right? right. And uh, Ryan Garcia was ringside, and Ryan Garcia was there, and Javante came out and like, pointed at him like, hey, you're next, right? So the guys are kind of doing that. And I want to give a lot of credit to Ryan Garcia again, B-Money. Ryan Garcia came out there in the post-fight interview and said, listen, I don't care what Golden Boy says. I don't care what anybody says. He goes, that's my promoter. I want to fight Javante by the end of the year. He claimed it. He proclaimed it. He put it out there. He goes, Javante. And then he also said, I'm going to record the negotiations so everybody knows that I actually do want this fight. So we'll see. Javante tweeted shortly after and said, hey, I'll see you at the end of the year. Maybe we got a December blockbuster, man. Listen, he wants that fight, but it's got to be at 140 or above. He do says we, that, but I think if Javante comes to the table, serious negotiations, I think they would do it at 35. We'll see. But I think Javante's, I think it's advantageous advantageous for him to go to 140 as well. We'll see. Uh, so Ryan Garcia is very clear in his comments after the fight that he would not to go to 135 for anything anymore. He's, not, he's not doing that. Tiafoma Lopez is also fighting at 140 now yep. as well. And I think uh, Ryan Garcia in the post-fight press conference also said, um, he goes, I'll be surprised if Devin Haney stays at 135 too. He goes, Devin Haney's really big you guys don't realize how big this guy is he goes i'll be shocked if he stays at 135 as well so maybe all of these guys are going to exit that division and make the 140 yeah. pound division great again yeah well wow <laughs> we'll see but we know 35 is the it's been the division right we have so many blockbuster fights that could be made so i think those guys i don't think anybody's running because i think tfm lopez also moved up to 140 he's fighting in august as well i'm um, at 140 it's going to be his debut i think ryan garcia now just fought at 140 by the way Ryan Garcia didn't fight at 140 because he wanted to. They fought at 140 because Fortuna reached out to them halfway through leading up to this fight. It was like, hey, we got to make this at 140. I can't make 135. And, of course, Garcia was like, I'm not oh, canceling a fight. Yeah. I'll fight you. It doesn't matter Which what you weigh. incredible because, I mean, size-wise, Garcia towered over him. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, maybe that's more just still he's young, growth for stuff. I don't know. It was silly that Fortuna wanted that. Well, here, here's the thing, Weekend Trav. Garcia, yes, he, he beat up uh, Javier Fortuna. What's, who's he going to beat up next? Who do you think is going to be the next in line here? Is it going to be what was proclaimed right after the fight? Is it going to be Tank Davis stepping into the ring with Ryan Garcia by the end of the year? What, what's your gut tell you? Well, here's the deal. I think that here's the deal. I wake up and I piss excellence. That's what Ryan Garcia yeah. says. <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, I, <laughs> I think that if the promoters, which is Oscar De La Hoya and Al Heyman, who uh, Javante, Al Heyman and Floyd Mayweather, I think if those two get involved, they're going to push this fight until 2023 to try to make it bigger. But I think if it's up to these two fighters, Javante and Ryan Garcia, I think 100% this fight would happen in, in December of this year. But... I'm a little leery because, listen, Oscar De La Hoya is a wild card. Okay, listen, Oscar's a wild card. He really is. We all know this. Like, I'm, I've been a fan of him a little bit off and on, but also, like, the guy is he's, – he's out there. He does a lot of stupid stuff. He does a lot – and I, I don't think it's really him doing it. I think he's got a substance abuse problem. He really does, you know? So I think that if Oscar does what's best for his fighter, which is Ryan Garcia – if these guys both put their egos aside, I think they make this fight in December. However, Javante is 
Floyd Mayweather's little brother, and I'm pretty sure that he's renewing his contract with Floyd because he, he finished with him. But in the post fight, he's like, "Hey, I want to continue with you guys." And you know Floyd. Floyd is notorious for drawing fights out, but also brilliantly yeah. making a ton of money. So if Floyd gets in Gervonta's ear, this fight's not happening until 2023. Yeah. I do think it'll happen, though. But I don't know who Ryan Garcia will be in the ring with next. I don't know. I think you're probably right here because it also depends on what else goes on in that division. These other guys you mentioned just a few moments ago, mm-hmm. if they're fighting towards the end of the year as well, or if there's one or two of these guys with clout fighting, they don't want to busy up the schedule, right? They want to be the headline, the marquee name, and maybe that's in January. Maybe that's in February. Yep. I think you're absolutely correct. Uh, I was writing some notes as you were talking. Follow-up question for you. At what point do you think ego you mentioned the word ego is ego going to be an issue with golden boy and what i mean by that is the ego in the room between oscar de la hoya and ryan garcia how can they fit those two egos in the same room for much longer i I don't see it happening much longer i felt a very very negative body language in that ring with ryan garcia and oscar de la hoya because in previous fights years before Ryan Garcia was a young up-and-comer, right? He still is a young up-and-comer. But I used to see his his interaction with De La Hoya, and it was like looking up to like an all-time yeah. great, which De La Hoya is an all-time great, right? The, after this fight, I watched this. Nobody probably seen this, but I watched this really closely because I was curious about it. And I see De La Hoya jumping in that ring tr- after the fight was over, right? Jumping in the ring, trying to get Ryan Garcia, and like, yeah, and celebrating, right? Ryan Garcia walked right past him a couple different times, and De La Hoya was 100% engaged, like, and yeah. Ryan Garcia walked by him. So I do see some weird stuff going on in that relationship. There's a lot of ego there. I do see that, and I feel that. The body language does not doesn't give off a positive vibe with those two. No, so no. I don't. There's something going to go. Ha- I don't know what's going to happen. I, and I heard um, Oscar De La Hoya did a live. Ellie Secbeck uh, published it. Yep. Did a live with Oscar De La Hoya. And Oscar De La Hoya, he's just, he, if you, listen, you're retired, Oscar. Be a full-time promoter. Correct. I don't know if he's, I don't know in his mind no, if he's retired. Because I think at a certain point we can drive, and we've seen this. We've seen this in person when we were in Dallas. I think at a certain point, Oscar De La Hoya wants to still make it about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's there's always going to be a pride and a level of ego with with a professional athlete. I understand that. And I'm not a professional athlete. You are, uh, but but I understand there's a little bit of ego in, in stroking with that ego. But Oscar De La Hoya can't get out of his own way. Okay. Yep. So I think at a certain point, two guys, Ryan Garcia, also massive ego, massive arrogance, and he's earning it right now. Yep. But he definitely puts it on display. These are two guys nearly cut from the same cloth. And I it worries me for a Garcia. And hopefully we start to see them breaking paths a little bit or else I don't like the path that he would go if he continues to be under the wing of Oscar De La Hoya. Yep. I mean, I think you're right. You're, you're, you're spot on because – and here's the beauty and the beast of individual mm-hmm. combat sports. Okay? It's you need that ego to be great. Yeah. Every great fighter out there has had an ego, right? But – you have to be able to work with others, okay? That ego is great. The ego is fine. You benefit off that ego in, in, the, in the long term because you are. You're in that ring. Here's like of all – that's why I love boxing so much. And not just boxing. I don't want to throw out all combat sports. MMA is the same way. Bare sure. knuckle fighting is the same way. Sure. On And to an extent, you're going to think I'm crazy, but – 
tennis is similar because sure, it's course. one of the only sports out there that is a mono e mono. Tennis, you're not getting punched in the mouth. However, though, you're still out there by yourself. You have you could have a coach all you want, but you're out there by yourself one on one, right? Boxing is the same way. You get in, the, you get in the PBA as well, the Professional Bowling Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true, but I'm not going to give you that one. Okay. But that was a very good example. Okay. I love how you throw some out there for me, making me think. But <laughs> I, I just think that that ego is you have to have that ego to an extent. Sure. Okay, you have to have that ego to be great also. But if you want to keep it in check, and as most people, they don't think about Floyd Mayweather as having his ego in check, but he kind of did, did a little bit. He went 50-0. and 0. He stayed with his, his this one guy, Leonard Ellerby, his financial advisor, but also in his corner through this whole mm-hmm. thing. He's been with that guy from almost the start, right? So his ego is big. Yeah. But Mayweather made his ego checked enough to make as much money as he did, to make all the great fights that he made. He checked it a little bit. You don't you don't see it because you think his ego is huge, but he had to because he had to work with a lot of people he's, in the in the long run to make those fights happen, and he did. He's an evil genius, and what I mean by that is that he puts an ego on display, but there's a lot of business operation in the background. Similar, take basketball for instance. Shaq was the same way, and now look at him. The amount of of, of things and businesses that brilliant. he's involved in, it's, it's brilliant. brilliant. LeBron, I can't stand LeBron James, does the same thing. Yep. his hand is involved in so many projects. The film industry, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Peyton Manning, Saint, well, he never really had an ego on the field, really. But no, but he's brilliant, though. He's Marketer. brilliant. All Marketer. these guys. So, it, so when you can translate that, and I think Floyd Mayweather, not that he's translated into a lot of other businesses other than his strip club <laughs> and whatever else, not doing well. and probably land or whatever else. He's very smart. He's an evil genius. Okay, yeah. we can digress and talk about that talk about all day long. But that was I just wanted to get your opinion about the ego conversation between the two promoter and fighter, De La Hoya and Ryan Garcia. So next up for that for Ryan Garcia, perhaps is Tank Davis, perhaps by the end of the year, but more than likely looking at 2023. Uh, but we'll let you all know as we hear a little bit more about that as uh, some of those details continue to shake out. I think you're so right though about about the about the relationship between Oscar and Ryan Garcia because. Because Oscar made a post and saying, I'm the only one that can make this fight happen. Mm-hmm. Out of his words, I watched a Instagram live as he's doing it with his girlfriend now who is yep. out there as well. Yep. I watched the Instagram live that Ellie Sackbeck did. And and Oscar literally said it. And this is where my I'm telling you, the, watch the body language of Ryan Garcia and Oscar De La Hoya in the ring right after the fight. You'll see it. So I'm going to say that the only thing that messes up Javante Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia fighting in my opinion, the only thing is Oscar, Oscar De La Hoya. Interesting take on that. So we can travel. I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit, but before I do, I was looking at my wager history. I was looking at my <laughs> my gambling from last night. So obviously, I took. I was taking Ryan Garcia in round four or five. I didn't win okay. those out. Those would have been close, nice. Close, dude. It would have been very close. What nice. was six? Do you remember what six was? Or no, I don't I don't remember what that prop was, but that would have been a nice payout one way or another. So what I did for myself to hedge myself and also to put skin in the game, and this is the only bet last night on sports that Here I made we money. Go. I placed a wager, a straight bet. Hold on. i got to check what team that was. For the WNBA's <laughs> Chicago. Hold on. Chicago Sky, because I don't know the names. They took on the Dallas Wings. Sky <laughs> and the Wings. And there's a lot of air. Sky theme. Wings, there's all right. There's a lot right. of air theme here. But I took Chicago Sky. They were favorites, four-and-a-half-point favorites. I took them straight up, Ooh, and they came back. It came back in a fury, thank God. 
Because I, I placed a five dollar bet and I won two fifty off of that thing. Ooh, <laughs> big money! Big money. So, um, you know, <laughs> so ladies, if you're following along, if you're on the Chicago Sky or the wait, or the Dal- <laughs> the Dallas Wings, if you're following along, be money over here. I know I'm critical of the WNBA because you've always operated as, at a loss every year you've been in business, quote unquote business. And I know the NBA has helped <laughs> supplant that a little bit for you guys, but. I did place a wager. So if there's anyone making money in the WNBA, you know who it is? This guy. <laughs> I made $2.50 last night. Listen, B Money's supporting you guys, though. When B Money told me he was doing this, I was like, I, I laughed, but I was like, you know what? B Money's supporting WNBA. You know what? I'm going to start I'm gonna start betting on WNBA games. <laughs> I'm gonna you're, dude, you're undefeated right now, dude. Strike it rich. Wait, maybe you should just retire undefeated, though, Man. with betting on it. So you could always have that in your back. Be like, listen, I, just can't do it. I have supported the WNBA. I bet on them once. I and I won. I did support them. Dude, uh, you. The, hold on. <laughs> I, I, su- I supported the Chicago. Hold on. The Chicago Sky. <laughs> I don't even know what team colors. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> so we can travel. Let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit. First, before we get to this coming weekend, let's talk real briefly here on this Old Hamer. Is that how you say Old Hamer? Straight bourbon whiskey, the cask strength, or uh, it says resurrected by by West Fork Whiskey, uh, established eight, 1825. I guess this is a rebrand of sorts. So Old Hamer. Yeah, yeah um, you're, you're good. Okay. What is this? I mean, you're, you're good. I'm, I, I know. Don't but you're making that loud. I'm not, good, I'm not good at this part. <laughs> I know. This was you're supposed like, to be quiet. <laughs> no, man, because I'm talking and you're showing me notes while I'm trying to speak at the same time. I'm not that gifted. Um, so Old Hamer, uh, and once again, we're doing the straight bourbon whiskey, cask strength. They have two different versions, at least at our local ABC liquor store. Old Hamer? Old Hamer? Yeah, I think Hamer. Anyways, I think that sounds right. Price point was about 40 bucks. I want to say, $40, $41, something like that. And it was uh, two times points with the ABC points, so that's why I kind of got it. Hello. Um, so, <clears throat> Weekend Travel, let me give you your opinion on this. What are you tasting? It's, uh, not, it's not bad. Like, no. Resurrected by West Fork Whiskey. All right, 1825. Cool. Um, we're back to our bourbon ways still. We're sticking to that. <laughs> um, I... Listen, I'm actually. I was a pretty when I tasted it. I was actually a pretty big fan of it. I'm. Yeah. This is. I think this is one of the better ones that, that I've had in a, in a hot minute. Let me let me take another little drink. When a little you drinky drink. So while you do that, I'll I'll talk a little bit. When, when I tried a little bit of it neat, okay, there is a little spice to it, a little peppery spice to it. In my in my opinion, you got a little bit of that. And as the ice has melted in, it started, as, as most of these do, it opened up some of the other flavors. I get a little vanilla. Um, trying to see what else is there. I don't know. I'm not I'm not. I'm really... trying to read this, and I'm not getting any information on the taste. Good. Dang it. I was going to cheat. Because it's sterile, and I like the taste. <laughs> <laughs> Name that movie. No, they already did that one. They never got the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Okay. Um, I don't know what. I'm going to try again. My, my taste buds are just like they're just off i think you know what it is your taste buds come from like my smelling glands from the years of boxing getting punched my well, olfactory glands you are all f- freaking messed up plus probably. you had a lot of indian food yesterday this is true too but and mine might be messed up because i'm also drinking this hard mountain dew zero sugar seltzer mountain dew seltzer now a proud partner of the wayne in with week uh, <laughs> wayne in with travis hartman I said I almost said weighing in with weekend travel again. That's the second time it. in a month. I love it. This should be the name of the show. Um, I don't. I don't know what taste I'm getting. I'm getting a little smoky. 
I got a little smoky. A little smoky, and I like the little smokies. That's what she said. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. God, I like it. Let's just. <laughs> um, I don't know what other taste I'm getting, but I'm getting well, let's that just go ahead and cask like strength. Thing. Right. I'm getting my rating. Let's go with a seven. I'm gonna go with a seven five. Seven. F- seven point wow. five. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. I, I like it. Okay. It's not bad. You know, there it, used to be a boxer, a heavyweight boxer named Tor Hamer, had the same name. It reminded me of that. Nobody probably knows who that is, but if you look it up, Denzel Washington used to be Tor Hamer's manager. Wow. True story, by the way. You're welcome. That's a little fun fact. That's Tor a weird Hamer. Factoid. We don't have our fact Denzel checker here Washington. today. I promise you that fact checker that's, would be like, you're right, Travis. That's like I could say anything right now. And that's <laughs> I a promise fact. you it's right. I that's promise a you. Fact. If it's on the internet, it's right. I oh, heard yeah, that. absolutely. I heard that. If it's absolutely. on the internet, it's right. And if you find a site that says it's wrong, find another site that says it's right, and then it's right. Listen, before you rate yours, Wikipedia. mine's a 7.5. Before you rate yours, yep. I just want to put it out there that. I did rate it. I've gotten new outfits like the last couple oh, of my times, bad. and I don't feel like I've been getting the love. Well, first of that all, we've been on Zoom the past couple of weeks, so this it's hard true. to tell. This is true, but you're just not. You know what? You're not paying attention. That's enough a to really me. elegant uh, Las Vegasy type. Look at my buttons. Shirt. Even they have little. They're little gold buttons. Even wow. Like, I mean, I'm I'm going. I was going a lot. That must have set you back a couple of bucks. It wasn't bad. Like 10 bucks? <laughs> it was a little more than that. That's, but a, that's, I, a, that's a nice rayon. <laughs> I think when our podcast officially takes off and we start having the millions of views, because we're that good, I'm going to be able to write off a lot because I buy a new outfit what, every week. What size, <laughs> what size weekend trap shirt do you wear? This is a large. A large. Folks, send him a size large Weekend Travish type shirt. Listen, guys, inflation is killing me right now. I got a kid. I got a wife. Like, inflation's killing me. Yeah, but. Help a brother out. Yeah, but they increased the price at the USPS too, the US Postal Service. They just increased their their forever price. Well, good thing I have some forever stamps from like yes. two years ago. That was on Seinfeld. That was. Holla. Kramer bought a ton of forever stamps. <laughs> what a smart man. It's actually a pretty smart idea. What a smart um, man he is. <clears throat> all right, so we can try. Yes, the shirt looks good. I am sorry as a, as the producer. That's my bad. I don't think you're sorry. I am I am I feel eternally so heartbroken right now. At on your at your gravesite if you pass before me, I'm going to stand there and remember this day on how I did not make mention of the latest and greatest we can draft shirt and I'm going to weep on your gravestone. I mean that little epilogue that you did right there was pretty good. Yeah, it makes it That's it makes it it lightens the it lightens the blow to my heart a little bit. So I'm getting so sensitive now that I, I gamble on the WNBA. It's making me real sensitive. I think this long flowing hair that you've got going on is starting to make you a little more sensitive right now. It looks good. It's making me sensitive. You know, it's like it's like the wife that walks in and she got a haircut oh. and you don't and you don't mention it. That's what I feel like right now. I'm like, you didn't even notice that I have a new outfit. You didn't notice my hair. It's beautiful. Thank and you. Flowing. Appreciate it. So, <laughs> wow, what a digression. Old Hamer. Old Hamer. I'm giving. I mean that in a totally heterosexual way. Yeah, it's okay. I'm giving it a, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm giving it a 7.0. <laughs> Did I just spit up the bourbon? If you're listening to this on Spotify, I just spit the bourbon like almost on B Money, but it's in my little flavor saver sweet mustache. 
I, it's not a sweet mustache. My dad, Mr. Hartman's got a sweet mustache. He does. He's Baby Mr. Hartman mustache. does not. Okay, so I'm giving this a 7.0. You gave it a 7.5. That, 7.0! That average is a 7.25. Right. Anything in the 7s is I a good really Anything did, in the 7s is a good Honestly, bargain. I did that because the math was easier. That way I was going to go as low as 6.8. But our little rep, rep, rapport here, our little exchange about the shirt and everything. I heightened it. It just heightened the the... the the whole experience. You're for welcome, me. old Hamer. Because really, when we rank these, it's not just about flavor and taste. It's also about experience, right? Yeah. You don't you don't go fishing and crack a Miller Lite because you love to drink Miller Lite or whatever you crack Coors Light, Bud Light. I like a little Coors Light. You crack it because that's a that's a fishing beer, right? Nice ice cold fishing. I, I mean, yeah, I it's, I it's very affordable. I get so, seasick, so, so I don't go. Bud Light, Coors Light, water. Miller Light. I'm not a big Miller Light fan. Sorry, guys. I, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll drink a Coors Light. Coors Light. I will Silver drink. Bullet. Man, listen, the Rocky Mountains are they're phenomenal. I That's mean, right. that John Denver was not full of crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what movie is that from? Okay, we really reference the same movies here, folks. A lot. There's not. A there's lot. not a lot. A lot. <clears throat> okay, so we can treff. Old Hamer. We're going seven point two five boxing gloves. And that's a pretty good score. Now, we have to finish this. We have a few others to finish as well. We still have Puncher's Chance, which is really good, okay? We have the Noble Oak, and then I don't remember what's in here. Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. So we have a lot of stuff. You know, you don't know what goes on in pre- and post-production for this show, uh, but in the in the good old days, in the infancy of this show, infancy. we were getting pretty wasted and, like... <laughs> <laughs> every week hey speak for yourself i feel like i'm right i feel like i can't no, no, no. Right about now. we can't do I'm that kidding, much we can't really do that anymore because my body can't hang listen we can't do that anymore because one we're getting bigger i'm just saying we're growing okay well, i've lost a little weight over the last week well you personally are minimizing your body weight which is a good thing yeah but we are growing uh are you a grower? <laughs> okay, we're growing as a podcast right now. Yeah. We're getting more views. We're getting actually, you know what? We're getting more solid views. I told you this mm-hmm. off um, post or pre-production. I said I'm scrolling through our videos now on our last podcast, and for me, it's looking more respectable. Like it is. It is. We used to have. We used to make jokes early on. We're like our tens of followers. Yes, yeah. well, you know, so- we're not. I'm not saying that we're joe rogan because we're not even close no, 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 no. but i'm saying that we are progressing steadily and as persistent as we are we're hard workers too like you editing we're recording these we meet up all like this is not easy work but we're in episode 89 B-Money. well well speaking of like a type of like joe rogan so so the way joe rogan's format is is he usually has a guest on and so it's not just joe rogan talking it's usually it's it's maybe back in the early days it was a little mm-hmm. bit but he always has a buddy on or somebody yes, yep guests in, in all sorts of realms of life so so i bring that up we can travis that when we do that that's what's known as in this corner and that's yes. our interview segments and we're actually going to be bringing a couple of those hopefully depending on scheduling for everybody we're hopefully to drop a couple of those this week leading up into the orlando fight night yep. event at the carib royale on july 23rd so we are supposed to be having two different interviews i think so far lined up for this yep. week uh and we'll try to drop those on different days if you're catching 
this on Wednesday when we drop more than likely, hopefully, we've already dropped one of those interviews prior, and then we have a second one hopefully lined up for, you know, maybe Thursday, latest on Friday, because yep. the event is on Saturday on July 23rd here in Orlando, Florida at the Caribe Royale. Which Orlando we are Fight attending. Night. If you need tickets, message fighters. Absolutely. So we put a link in last week's episode uh, for tickets. We'll do the same thing uh, uh, for this week. Uh, we will be there at the show as we've been to the past couple of shows at the Caribe Royale, but this one is not uh, a Bally's or an intro box. This is Orlando Fight Night. I'm not sure who the main sponsor is on that. Uh, so we can travel. I know we have a couple lined up. Let's. Uh, I'm going to uh, pass it to you. Who, who are we trying to get the scheduling coordinated with? Um, we're gonna, we have two on, on the hook, and that's Giovanni Estella. I think he's 6 or 7 or no. Has 7 or no, light middleweight, 154-pounder, uh, undefeated professional boxer, very good amateur career as well, super young, kids in his early 20s. He might be barely 20 even. Um, also, we have Adrian Pinheiro coming up as well. He might – no, not might. He planning on being an in-house guest – He's going to be in studio, which is my favorite. So um, we're going to have those two guys who are undefeated. I think they're both 7-0, if I'm right. Giovanni Estella, uh, Puerto Rican, I believe. And they both are they're very, very, they're both undefeated professional boxers. They are in their infancy of their professional career. So it's kind of cool catching up with them now. We've also seen both of those guys fight for a couple different times at Caribe Royale. Yep. So, and we're going again. We're supporting because why be money? We said that a long time ago. We said that we are going to continue to support local boxing. And also, we're trying to get this. We're trying to make this popular. But let's... Let's start rooting for our American fighters because every other country gets behind their fighters. Well, the we ver- don't. At the very least, getting behind our local, local fighters. Local fighters, yes. Okay, so maybe you hail from another country, but you're a local fighter. We're going to support that all day long. If you're coming, if you're fighting out of Central Florida, if you try to make a name for yourself from this 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 area, you know, Florida, the state of Florida anyways, Miami, doesn't matter, Fort Lauderdale, wherever you're from, we want to get behind that. Uh, reach out to us because, you know, we'd be more than happy to to have a conversation with you, get to know your name a little bit, you know, and spread that name out to the tens and tens of followers that we have on this show. Listen, we're, we're, we're building. We're building. Just like these guys are. They're building their careers. Absolutely. We're building our podcast. I've said from day one, once this feels like a job, eh. B Money literally has said that so many different times, and he yeah. stood by it. And we've consistently been on point though the last like eight to ten weeks yes. maybe longer now i keep saying that every week i'm like it's not like eight to ten i don't know i'll go back and look but we've been on point with dropping when wednesday morning at 7 15 yep. eastern standard time florida time yep. um and b money's been money with the the editing and the drop b money's awesome b money's like producer b money wears so many hats see it's if, not even if funny. anything i continue to do the show with you because of that because I get positive feedback. That's, <laughs> my, 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 that's all I need in my life. I just need the words of affirmation. Listen, I'm, you know what? It, it, I'm giving you words of affirmation, but I'm giving you the truth. It's true. Like you are, like you're essential to this podcast. Uh, One, you're the co-host of the podcast, which are very important. You spitting game. You gotta spit the truth. I Listen, got it. You wanna know? What's funny is that I was out to dinner last night, Saturday night, at Indian place, Indian right? Food, yeah. Okay, and I was doing we – were, we were having a conversation. Yep. It's so funny that we had this conversation because this lady was talking about – she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, I know a boxer. And I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody knows a boxer, they think, right? But she was like, "There's he's an up-and-coming kid. He's from here in Orlando. His name is Giovanni. I go – I literally I said, 
Giovanni Estella? She was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, he's coming on our show. Literally, like, I'm supposed to do a Zoom with him um, the yeah. next, the, tonight, which is Sunday. This podcast is dropping on on Wednesday. But I was like, I'm supposed to do that. But then also, there was another guy that was with us that was like, hey, Trav, the co-host on your show, um, my kids have been going to his wife's art yep. show. Yep. Not kidding. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, what a small world, I heard though. the same thing, but from her about that, that they know you. Or we come, had dinner last yeah. night with another couple, though. Yeah. It's another couple, though. That couple, I commented on Facebook, which was Dave Schroeder, who also has provided me with very good boxing information about um, – it was a box. Dillian White, how yep. he's the youngest father, like 13th youngest father. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> this is true. But it was another English guy that I was having dinner with last night that was like, right. oh, yeah, my kids go there too, Trav. I was like, what? To our thing. Yes. See, see, what I love about that is that it's not like I have any influence on that. I'm just kind of like the, <laughs> the, the linchpin of it all. I kind of am the, the, the one that connects everybody. Like you go to the, the seven stages of Kevin Bacon, right? <laughs> I'm like one of those integral pieces that kind of, oh, well, I, I can connect myself to Donald Trump because I, I know a guy who knows Brandon who knows like three other people that kind of know him. I love it though, dude. Yeah, which I is love true, it. by the way. I, I love it. It's, I love the fact that we meet so many people and it spider webs out in a good way though. In a great like in way. In a positive way. And that's what I think that's that's our job as I humans. Could, I could connect us to a lot of devious people too, if we really wanted to research it. <laughs> well, I think we all fun, have some of those fact, dark ways. Fun fact, and this is going to be a complete deviation from what we're talking about. I love this. How do you guys not miss this? Because we used to go on hours about these little conversations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Our Give podcast Give it to used us. to be like an hour and a half. Um, so... In college, I was working on a database because I was a frat guy, right? Of course. And frat guys do frat guy things. I was things. not a frat guy fan, by But the college way. guys do college guy things. And if college guys are doing certain college guy things, that means college girls are also doing college girl things. But we were creating uh, uh, with Microsoft uh, Access. I can't remember what the program is, but it's it, – so it's a, it, so. anyways, we were trying to do a situation where you can create a database where you just put in two names and they would spit out – how they were connected. Oh, like a six degrees of separation type of deal. Sexually. Oh, my God. Isn't that why, like, Zuckerberg created Facebook pretty much? Well, the point being is that, <laughs> oh, so, oh, I know her because, you know, or him because they were with that guy or that girl. That's funny. That was also with my buddy. And but what about how. the guys that would lie, though? Well, How do you verify this? You can't. So it's all based on the, the user. Hearsay. The user input is is really the flaw of the whole program. So that's why I kind so of you could say whatever you it want. It fell on its face a little bit. You're like that, Veronica. So in college, we were experimenting without putting that together. It sounds like you guys did a lot of experimenting. Of course, that was also a little incriminating. So I stopped the project. <laughs> <laughs> right, right there. Okay, so you folks. could be like a billionaire right now, like Zuckerberg, if you guys would have followed through. Zuckerberg. I feel like that. Did I say burger? Yeah. He's a burger. Okay. But so, <laughs> wow. Okay, so we've ventured off track. So anyways, July 23rd at the Creep Royale Orlando Fight Night. So we have two guys hopefully coming on the show. Well, not the show, but on, on our uh, interview Podcast, segments. Yeah. Both will be on there. I'm getting ready after this episode. We are recording this episode right now. Yep. I'm about to go live. Well, no, I always say live. Why do I say that? I'm about to live go. <laughs> it is live for us. With Giovanni Estella, the Puerto Rican sensation undefeated light middleweight professional boxer boom 
Boom. And we've seen him fight. He's very good. We um, really have, yeah. And, uh, Adrian Pinheiro, we've seen him fight as well. He's a friend of ours. He's trained in TH so, boxing facilities you know, as well. He's coming as well. So we're looking forward to seeing these guys anyways on, on Saturday, but definitely looking forward to hearing from them and, and uh, posting our comments and our interviews with them online. Same audio sources, same video sources, YouTube, Rumble, as well as the audio sources. So we can travel. Let's go ahead and wrap this episode 89 up. Special thanks to our media partners, TH Boxing, Goldstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. Thank you to those that follow along and have checked off the little bell icon on YouTube so you know when new stuff drops because then you'll know when these interviews drop. But we do appreciate the subscriber and the subscriber base as well as the support the comments, all the good stuff. We enjoy exchanging with you all. If you're not following us as well on Instagram, definitely do so. Wayne and Travis Hartman, all one word, on Instagram, and as well as on Facebook, you can find us there, same name. We can try final thoughts. We update our Instagram 24 hours a day, so follow us there to get the most up-to-date interactions. But then also follow our YouTube channel because you'll see in this corner, which yep. we have a lot of with BJ Flores, former, not former, former professional boxer, yes, yep. current Jake Paul trainer. We also have some professional boxers on there. I think Ashley Curry is in this corner. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to have Giovanni Estella. We're going to have Adrian Pinheiro. We're going to keep Bill growing Smith that as well. Chris Bill and Smith, that's right. He is fighting soon. I just saw that when you were yep. you were sending me some wagers. Yep. He's fighting like next weekend, I think, or something. It's coming it's up very soon. soon, yeah. Soon. So, yeah, follow our in this corner. Follow our YouTube p- channel. Uh, definitely subscribe to us, guys, because we appreciate the views we appreciate the subscribers we appreciate the comments as well aj stokes haven't seen that guy for a while i replied to one of his comments came out of nowhere like aj bro you're awesome we love it so keep commenting because like we're we're still in the infancy of our podcast we're like we're still very young so like we appreciate every single person my wife likes to say that i'm still just an infant uh in in maturation I mean, I think that both of our wives would probably, probably say that about both of us. Probably. So that's accurate. A sexual infant. Which <laughs> I don't know if that's that's probably a bad like, combination not, of words. I'm, I'm not saying that my wife thinks that. Oh. I, was, I was talking about the mental oh, okay. and emotional aptitude. Of oh, that's, defi- that's definitely the case. We're both there. Yeah. We're yeah. both going on like 12, probably. Maybe yeah. 15. We might, we might be 15. Uh, okay so that's what he said. Final thoughts. Anything? No, that was it. That was, final thoughts are watch boxing. Boxing's awesome. Also... Subscribe to us because we're awesome, and B Money's pretty awesome. Oh, I appreciate that. And uh, you know what? This is growing on me. It took a little while, but the hard Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Seltzer is growing on me. It sounds like B Money's a grower. I am a grower and a shower, ladies <laughs> and, and gentlemen. Do the do. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyways, uh, that being said, what? <laughs> no, that's it. I'm like, I was like, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm listening. Seinfeld. I'm letting you. Seinfeld I know quote. it is, and I love Seinfeld. I know every Seinfeld quote that possibly comes out there. I gamble. Not on that the there's WNBA. anything wrong with that. I gamble that on the WNBA. <laughs> you do. You are not. You are no longer sexist because I drive you drive an Oldsmobile. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. I see your car that's right it. outside. That's it. That's it. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> Episode 89. Thank you for joining us, and God bless. We're done.